Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, our weekly spin-off podcast where we just talk about stuff. Typically, it's true crime related, but not always. I'm Paul Verhoeven, that's John Verhoeven, and Dad, I understand that we've been getting quite a few messages regarding a bit of a weird story on the BBC, is that correct? Yes, a a die-hard listener in Perth. He sort of touched base, as have a few people. In fact, a couple of people in England also reached out to me in the last fortnight about a particularly gruesome criminal that has been arrested. It hasn't received a lot of publicity in the Antipodes, and why do you think that is? Well, it's it's. there's been a lot of stuff happening in Australia. I, I delved into the whole subject of what I'm about to touch on, or what we are about to touch on. And like a lot of things in life, Paul, sometimes uh, the subject matter is, quite frankly, disturbing and upsetting. Okay. But I feel that our listeners, our our you know, fans and the readers of, of both your books um, have come to expect. A couple of weeks ago in, in England, they, um, they arrested a guy and what happened was it's through advanced DNA testing they managed to arrest this guy called David Fuller. Now, for those of you that don't know who David Fuller is... He, up until very recently, was an electrician that worked for, I guess you'd say, the Department of Health in England. And he was responsible, as an electrician would be, for doing all the maintenance within the hospitals. Mm -hmm. However, what happened was, through advanced DNA, they managed to pin him through the DNA to two particularly gruesome murders of young women back in the 1980s. Now, what happened was, Paul, they executed a search warrant on his, you know, private residence. And what they found... Uh, just try and imagine what it must be like for these detectives to do a fairly standard search of a potential offender's private residence. Mm-hmm. And they discovered a secret room that not even his wife knew about. 
And I think it's very important at this juncture to emphasize the fact that the type of person we're about to be talking about and the subject matter, one very, very important fact, because I've done a fair bit of research since finding out about this particular person, is that the particular crime that we're about to delve into, quite often the perpetrator can be living a seemingly normal life as well. Mm. So that makes it even creepier. So when the police found this special secret room that was incredibly well hidden, obviously, because his wife, as I said, hadn't... I mean, imagine imagine if you and Tegan in your place... I mean, can you imagine if you had a secret room? I've always wanted a secret room, Dad. I've always wanted to pull a book on a bookshelf and have it swing back. But but my assumption was when I had a secret room, there'd be nothing in there but Lego and yeah, nerd stuff exactly. as opposed to something yeah, sinister. Yeah, and, and people that um, in, the, in the world of art, mm. which I'm involved in, I have been in, into people's, you know, special rooms. Um, I've been into rooms where they might just have one painting on an easel and one comfortable leather chair. I've been into private rooms where they keep their single malt whiskies. Mm-hmm. And um But what was ha- in but what was in this room? <clears throat> well, Paul, this is really tough to talk about. And we should, we should but, uh, by the way, at this point we should probably issue uh based on the cryptic text you sent me a massive trigger warning for uh how would you phrase this? Um Well, just very disturbing content. So, Paul, what they discovered behind this, um, this in this secret room, were were thousands and thousands of photographs um, of deceased women, and I'm talking like a library of all these um, deceased women. That that and Paul, um, in terms of age, they range between the ages of eight and one hundred years of age. Okay. Um, and we're talking... Dead, these are photos of, of deceased, deceased women. Deceased women. Right. Now, um, that's very, very disturbing. So the police were sort of all of a sudden... He, he's a suspect in relation to two murders. Mm-hmm. But then they discover this uh, whilst they're carrying out a search, you know, for lots and lots of evidence. And then what happened was they then discovered um, on on his computer... Um, one terabyte, and Paul, you understand computer language more than I do, but I think that's quite a big file. That's a lot of stuff. Okay, yeah. they discovered one terabyte of video of him. He used to, he they had video of him having intercourse with um, at least a hundred uh, women that they've identified, um, but they now believe that it's probably closer to three hundred women that he had intercourse with at various mortuaries in various hospitals and he he uh yeah he filmed um everything and <clears throat> so it's very um i mean i just feel i i truly feel so sorry for the police and i obviously feel very sorry for the families but what happened was the police then had a uh, a, a duty of care. This is the bit that really cre- is creepy, in that they then had to buy. And there were, let's face it, listeners, 
there are police officers, no doubt male and female, their job is to go through all the footage, all the photographs, to begin to identify the particular people because what they then have to do is they have to notify the families of the deceased and one of the one of the victims uh, was a, a young woman in her mid-twenties she'd fallen off a bridge in England and she suffered um, you know, fairly substantial injuries and um, in fact, can I just read a bit from the BBC News, Paul, if you don't mind? Mm-hmm. When police family liaison officers knocked on the door, they looked visibly distressed. Neves Kamal, a social worker from North London, couldn't imagine what bad news they could possibly have. Her only daughter had died just over a year ago. She didn't have any other family. The scene was similar to when, in July 2020, Neves had been told her beloved Azra had fallen from a bridge in Kent, suffering fatal injuries. It's pretty fucked up. (sighs) She said that what followed was like hearing the same terrible news, but all over again. Now, this story is really going to go a bit fucked up here, so just bear with me. The officers explained how Azra's dead body had been raped by a man while she'd been in the morgue at Tunbridge Wells Hospital. It would emerge that Azra was one of at least 100 victims of a prolific offender, David Fuller, who had worked in the hospital trust as an electrical maintenance manager and got away with his crimes for years. The victims ranged in age from 9 to 100 years of age. Azra, 24, had died from trauma. Imagine, um, as I said, the police having to, to actually... It's terrible to think that there are people in this world that actually have to sit down or stand up and just actually go through i don't think there's any uh sort of artificial intelligence or there's any computer program that's advanced enough to be able to just subject the you know the the computer to be able to sort of you know through identification so no you you actually and it would not be admissible in court so when when the judge you know is sort of confronted with all this evidence. It's based on human beings that have viewed this stuff that then get in the witness box to describe. And it's just so... I I, I have seen a lot of bad shit in my life. Um, I don't understand the concept of necrophilia. I find it so terribly distressing. And also, Paul, and here's here's a little bit of information, at least in England, mm. the offence for tampering with a deceased person, the the jail terms. Can you guess, Paul, what the jail term for interfering with a dead body in England is? Uh, I hope a very, 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 very long time. Mm. Well, it's one year. What? One year. Wait. That's the, the, the maximum penalty. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. In extreme circumstances in England, and let's face it, we, we do use the same legal system here in Australia, in extreme cases, it can push out to three years. Now, can you imagine the families of these... I, I, I actually found it really difficult to get my head around this particular story, but it's something that we've touched on, Paul, in, in, in the past, you mentioned prior to going on air, yes, Dad, we did discuss the, you know, the funeral vehicle up on the Central Coast with a highway patrol officer on his motorbike heading home, saw mm. the vehicle, etc. So, you know, and for those people that don't know the story, uh, you know, perhaps perhaps go back and, um, and and hunt it down. But it's kind of, in my opinion, it's a little bit like, I mean. Taking advantage, any person that takes advantage of of a person that is vulnerable, like a school teacher taking advantage of a student, mm. a member of the clergy taking advantage of a of a child, you know, someone in a in an organisation, uh, you know, that that is sort of into nurturing, you know, vulnerable people. Um, it's just it's diabolical, and what sometimes happens is that people who have who are predisposed to certain you know have certain tendencies they tend to find a way to get involved in an organization that enables so these organizations that we have set up in society are also complicit as we know and responsible to Mm. be able to you know really dig deep and 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 kind of be aware um, and I, I kind of, um, a bit of a firm believer in, you know, if, if we as adults and if we see something that is sort of just not right, I think it's kind of important to at least let people know that we are available to be, to, for people to approach us and say, look, we feel that something's, because so many things in society that are taboo, and this is sort of probably the ultimate taboo but they're they're sort of brushed under the carpet and paul would would you mind at this juncture if i just kind of just 
spoke a little bit about the history of that particular thing. Yeah, I mean, okay, I, I'm just really curious because I'm sitting here going, like, what could compel someone to do something so utterly mm. evil? Mm. But yeah, so this is, it's, I mean, it's been around for a long time. A long, right? long time. I mean, I know it's creeping you out, Paul, and I totally get it. And I understand 100% your reticence to, to, to go down this dark alley. But, uh, you know, okay, imagine if it's on the front page, which it would have been in England, and it's been on the BBC. Mm-hmm. It's a major story. It's horrific. It sells newspapers, which sounds so terrible. But there aren't too many people in society that could see this headline on the front of a sort of a British tabloid Mm. and say to themselves, I'm not going to read that story. Yes, there are people that will will not read it. And I I tip my hat because does one really want to, to, to... to go through life, but I kind of think it's, um, I guess it's fascinating. I was ruminating for some time this morning, um, sitting with Christine, having a coffee up the road, and I, I genuinely found it terribly, terribly distressing, far more distressing than any, probably anything that I've certainly encountered. I mean, I've and, and you and the listeners know I've seen and dealt with some pretty pretty heavy shit but oh boy this story really affected me then and when i mentioned it to the staff and watched their reaction i thought maybe we we could go down this path but i thought paul at this juncture i might just read um a little bit of the history and i think you'll find it very 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 disturbing but so fascinating Mm -hmm. because it's cross-cultural it's cross time and you can't deny these things yes they're 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 shocking. So I'll, I'll just read. Um. Now, in the ancient world, sailors returning corpses to their home country were often accused of necrophilia. Singular accounts of necrophilia in history are sporadic, though written records suggest the practice was present within ancient Egypt. Herodotus writes in the histories that... To discourage intercourse with a corpse, ancient Egyptians left deceased beautiful women to decay for three or four days before giving them to the embalmers. Does that not strike you as incredible, Paul? Men frighten me. Mm. This is just crazy. Yeah. Herodotus also alluded to suggestions that the Greek tyrant, Peranidor, had defiled the corpse of his wife, employing a metaphor... Periander baked his bread in a cold oven. Oh, God. Acts of necrophilia are depicted on ceramics from the Moke culture, which reigned in northern Peru from the 1st to the 8th century. Hittite law from the 16th century BC through to the 13th century BC explicitly permitted sex with the dead. And it goes on and on. It goes through Renaissance Italy. It, it's just... Oh God! I'm just look. I'm just scanning down. It's, I won't go because it's just you know people can do their own research. But yep. it's kind of fascinating, and it's one of those things in society that is not discussed. Um, but it it for for the majority of dare I say it sane people, you know, I, I don't like really using the word normal because that that sort of is a very broad brush, but. Mm. You know, it's just, 
And I and I just thought, Paul, you know, it's kind of you can't really, you know, with, with in relation to what we do with our 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 podcast and what we've discussed about you know over the years. Um, I thought it was sort of a fairly interesting topic to to touch on, but you know, one of the big questions. And there are photographs and records of interviews of this particular guy. And needless to say, when his wife found out, she she left immediately. Imagine the terrible, terrible... You can't even imagine. But this... You know, I'm not going to go right... I'm not going to go too deeply. Like, There's a lot of stuff about this guy that I could go into, but it's I don't see the purpose because I, I actually find it a bit... Yeah. A bit stressful myself and I... I can sense I'm getting a bit a bit agitated and uncomfortable, but... You but know, he's, de- he's dead, so they can't, you know, you can't do anything else to him. Right? No, he's alive. Oh, he's alive? Didn't you say he died? No, no, you know, he's, he's in custody. Right, so he's in custody. So what happens to him now? Well, he will... I guess this is going to sound a bit weird, but the good news, there's, there is a good news part of this story, mm-hmm. that it is he has admitted to killing the two young women about 30 years ago. Now here's the funny, not not the funny. Uh, I'm sorry for using that term, but here's the the odd thing, Paul, yeah. is that th- with these two women that he murdered, he has admitted to having intercourse with them once they were dead. And I have a feeling, and I'm not sure. I, I'm just it's it's a gut feeling that perhaps that's what started this 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 terrible, debauched, uh, demonic, uh, evil most dreadful, gruesome, fucked up thing I've ever in my life read about. And, you know, it's just, it's diabolical. Um, It's current news. And I just feel that it was, um, you know, morbidly fascinating. Mm. And I think it's all very good for us now to be able to sort of take a deep breath, all the listeners, and just, just sort of, breathe a sigh of relief and, and, and feel how wonderful it is to to be alive and and not um and, and just not to, to go down that path. And then of course one of the things about this particular story, because there are literally it it will affect so many families. It's I I've tried not to think about I'm um, sort of putting one of my family members into that, you know, situation and thinking about how traumatizing it must be just so terrible but you know the 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 hospitals you know people are asking how on earth did this happen i mean how could someone enter i mean he had access he had a swipe card and you know it's just i i just i'm i i don't even know how to to even communicate and enunciate my feelings on this matter just suffice to say that i i'm for once in my life I'm, I, I just don't know what to say, mm. um, but I, you know, I hope you don't mind me talking about this today, Paul. I, I just think it was, um, you know, it's it's a part of it's the fabric of of our of our society. People do shocking things. I'm just look. I'm, I'm just honestly, I think the most interesting point you made for me was when you discussed the people who had to watch that footage. Mm. Um, so bad. And the fact that there are people who have to basically clean up after these mm. things that, that, that are done, you know? Mm. Mm. I mean, you know, Paul, I, I understand the legal process, but imagine the poor police that would had have to go and talk to the families after the events. Mm. I mean, I... Yeah, yeah. I, 
you've just you've you've kind of dealt with the death of your loved one. Mm. And his age range eight to one hundred. That is, it's appalling. Yeah, it's it's evil. Basically, shocking, shocking. Yeah. I think it's possibly one of the worst things we've ever discussed. But you know, thanks, thank you, Paul, for letting me uh, put it out there because I think it's, you know, look as you said, people have been reaching out. You know, kind of highlighting mm. this story. Yeah, and you know, bad people do bad things, and I'm just. Uh, God, I don't quite know what to say. But I do think that's kind of all the time we have for this week's episode. Look, we're mm. sorry this kind of got a bit graphic, folks, but, uh, you know, it's it's a big story and it's on the BBC and just a thought for the, for the people who are affected by this stuff. Mm. Now, next week on The Shadow Files, we are traveling to the Overlook Hotel in uh, Denver, in Colorado, where I went last year. And was it last year? It was the year before. I went to the hotel from The Shining, and I actually got to spend a few nights there in the hotel where Stephen King wrote The Shining and where the things that happened to him in that hotel are what influenced the writing of that book. And I have some stories about that. So we're going to talk about that next week on The Shadow Files. Have a great weekend, everyone. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.